Hello there! Welcome to the International Business Podcast, a show for those who work across time zones, borders, and cultures. I'm your host, Leonardo, from Shanghai, but let's make it simple and just call me Leo. We also have a new co-host, Stefano, based in Paris. Lots of people have been asking me how to become guests on the International Business Podcast. What you have to do is follow these four steps. Number one, connect with me on LinkedIn, Leonardo Marra. You can find the link in the show description. Number two, send me your profile picture. Number three, send me your bio, approximately 300 words. Number four, answer the question, what makes you an international professional? So what we do today is going back to five episodes and listen to the answer to the very first question I ask in every episode, what makes you an international professional or why would you define yourself as an international professional? You can find the link to each episode in the show description. Enjoy. What makes you an international professional, Catherine? I really want to know. I think this might be a long list. So it started off and I was a language student. So of course you have this kind of affinity for, for travel and for other countries. And during my university time, I worked in a couple of countries in France and I worked in Austria and decided I wanted to focus on international trade. And in the course of my career, I think I've worked with almost all regions worldwide. So. I started working in the UK and in the automotive industry and worked with all kinds of developing nations and Africa and, and small places and did all kinds of interesting things. Then came back to Austria and worked with rubber stamps and infant formula before I ended up in my present role where I'm self-employed. So if you love the show, you know that here international professionals come to talk with me or co-host Stefano every single Monday. So if you're here, you must be an international professional. What makes you an international businessman, Jason? Okay. So my story is that I left from American high school in 1992 and I came to Japan. Now, this was kind of an odd thing to do at the time. My parents aren't diplomats or military or missionaries or expats or even, you know, avid travelers. But I wanted to check out Japan. It was a big deal at the time. And what was unusual is I came as a freshman and did four years of school here. Now, at that time, it was the only university that would accept non-Japanese was the Faculty of Comparative Culture at this kind of international school place called Sophia. So I went there and so I had to study all about culture and everybody I was with was these really exotic breeds of like, oh, you know, my father is half Finnish, half Nigerian. My mother's from Venezuela, but grew up in Russia. Our Filipino maid only speaks Hungarian and I've lived in 12 different countries. And I'm like, sorry, I'm a white guy from the United States. But anyway, I tried to catch up. And I did a ton of side jobs. And this is where a lot of my experience came from. And some of them were just silly, like, you know, for the old uh, Resident Evil game that became a huge hit, Biohazard, right? I was in the the video clip and I get eaten by a dog and screaming and blood going everywhere. Another one was I used to be a, a kind of fake dancer at these really popular clubs, both in Japan and China, because my mom was a ballerina and I had to take dance lessons since I was a kid. So I was good at that. Um, And some of them were really useful. Like I was an interpreter at international conferences, 
hilariously for chicken deboning machines. It's like a robot that rips the bone out of a chicken. Um, and eventually I got together with a, a kind of venture consulting company that was doing corporate training, helping companies work across language and culture. I stuck with that. I worked with them for about 10 years, mostly in Japan, a little bit in China. And then I started my own gig back in 2003, same kind of corporate training, doing a lot of working across language and culture. So in total doing that almost 30 years. Now work, we have a staff of about 20 different country folks and I speak around the world about kind of my specialty, which is training. Well, I guess I go first. I graduated from Ukrainian university back in 2010. And then I traveled and worked at the same time on the cruise ship for nine months. I visited more than 30 countries within nine months. And then in 2011, I moved to China. Since then, I've been living here and working in China. So I guess that makes me an international professional. As far as I'm concerned, I was born in Albania. When I was 10, I moved to Italy. When I was 26, I moved to China for what was supposed to be a six-month exchange. And that six-month exchange uh, has been going on now for almost eight years. So in a nutshell, born in one country, raised in another, working in a third one. I'm curious to know, Carla, what makes you an international professional? Well, I'm originally from Italy and uh, I moved to China after my bachelor degree and that's where I spent five years of my life and then I moved to London seven years ago where, where I still am today. So that's uh, what makes me international, I would say. Why would you define yourself as an international professional? It all started right after I graduated from the university. Uh, my background is a petroleum engineer. So right after I graduated there in 2007, uh, I joined this multinational, very big oil services, oil and gas services company. I remember the first email, uh, you know, after signing the contract and everything, the first email I got was, okay, uh, here's your flight tickets to Rio de Janeiro because that's a week of introduction to the company. It wasn't my first time outside my country, my country of origin, which is Venezuela, but it was my first time outside that country um, for a job-related job um, trip. You know, a very good week. I had really enjoyed it and then went back to Venezuela where, where I was based. And then I spent there about two or three months. And then I remember it was a Friday and my boss was like, hey, you need to be in France on Monday. So you you fly to France on Sunday. And I was like, is this going to be like this? Well, yeah, it was going to be like that. Um, I traveled to France, stayed there for about three months. So I would say there started, you know, the relationship between me and international work or international business. And in 2009, my now wife was transferred to or relocated to Mexico. And then I went 
uh, with her to Mexico. So I worked in Mexico for about um, four years and then went back to Venezuela. And then back in 2017, we decided to leave Venezuela because of the social political situation there. And then we came to the UK and then we are living here in the UK in Scotland for about three years now. Follow the show if you work across time zones, borders, and cultures. If you want to be a guest, connect with me and follow the four steps that I mentioned at the very beginning. For now, cheers. <laughs>